everyone. Welcome back to the College Made Easy podcast. I'm here with Ben, Tim, and Scott. We have a very exciting episode today of Lessons Learned from Freshman Year. I'm super excited to talk about it. Hopefully you can learn a ton from us today, but we're going to get started with Over Under Properly. All right. Are you guys ready? Okay. Avocado toast. Overrated. Over. Overrated. Him under <laughs> Netflix. Ben's jaw dropped. No, I I told you guys, it it's not great. It's good, really okay. good. Not great. Next one. Netflix. It was underrated. Then it was overrated. I think it's underrated again. It's currently overrated. I agree. Yeah. There's nothing good on Netflix. I think it's properly. I found some good things lately. <laughs> I'm mad since they got rid of Friends, Gossip Girl, The Office, everything under the sun, but it's fine. Is Peacock free? Some yeah. of it's free. Well, I think most of it's free, and then you can pay for certain things. Okay. Okay, Hulu. Underrated. I don't have Hulu. I have no idea. Properly rated. I don't have Hulu either, so I'm indifferent. I have Hulu. God, I thought I just... I, I pay like 12 yeah. bucks a month for the Hulu version without ads. I don't watch anything, but I very much enjoy paying $12 a month for a service I don't use. <laughs> it's for the economy. Why do you pay for it? I, I don't know. Every once in a while I get into a Hulu thing, but not, not often. All right. Okay, Prime. Underrated. I, I think it's overrated. I can't find enough things to watch on Prime. I think the only time I really use Prime is when, like, we like at school when we're like we want to watch a movie, but then like it's not on anything, so we look at Prime, and sometimes it's there, and if not, we can rent it from Prime. So I guess properly. I think it's underrated. Yeah, I think Prime's underrated, not because it's like you don't pay extra for Prime. If you already have Amazon Prime, then Prime Video you already have. And it's not that there's anything original on Prime Video that's all that good. It's the fact that literally everything is on there and you don't have to go to a different streaming service because you suddenly want to watch a movie you know you're going to have to pay for. Like if you suddenly want to watch Deadpool, yeah, it's not anywhere else, but it's on Prime and you already have access. Fair. You may have to rent it, but... (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to cost you more money. But like Prime, I don't think is trying to lie to you. You're going to pay more for most of the things on Prime. HBO Max. Don't have it. I just started using it. It's, I want to say underrated because not a whole lot of people like really have it yet. But I do also want to say overrated because it's pretty expensive compared to the rest. You know who's ever editing this is going to zoom in on Tim's face. Oh, big time. <laughs> okay, I have to gather my thoughts. HBO Max drives me absolutely insane. Because it's got some phenomenal shows on it. It's got South Park. It's got Friends. If you're into Doctor HBO, okay. Teen Titans. If, if you're into HBO, it's got like all the HBO originals. It's got some fantastic content. It has the absolute worst user interface I've ever heard of. And it's so easy. You just steal exactly what Netflix has. That's literally all you do. That's what they all did. And it's great. But HBO Max, if you click like, recently watched like at the top that's a really convenient feature if you click that 
the only thing you can watch is the next episode. You can't access the entire series. It's got so many like terrible inconveniences. I wanted to change my password the other day. The only way to change your password is if you forgot your password. You can't just change it. It has so many like bizarre features that make no sense. HBO Max triggers me so much. I can't stop paying for it because it's got such great content, but it's awful. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm clipping that and like putting it somewhere. <laughs> That's got to be like an ad for our channel. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> My veins are like popping. Let's just move on to the next one. Next, Disney Plus underrated. I love it. Underrated. 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 Actually, possibly properly rated, but I'm going to go think with... Dis- Sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. I'm going to go with underrated because I can't get my family to watch The Mandalorian, so... I think Disney Plus is saving our culture. Hot take. What? Because <laughs> it has been over a decade since all of America has watched the same television. You know, everybody used to go into work. Everybody had watched Friends the night before. Everybody had watched Seinfeld. That used to be the way that our culture worked. But the way that things have gone, we all have very specialized content that's only made for us. And we don't have any common content. Disney Plus, because of the way that they market shows like The Mandalorian, now WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier in a few months. Um, because you of mean the like releasing that, once a week? Once a week. That model... I, I so respect it and stand by it. I think everybody should do it. Um, so Disney Plus, severely underrated. Next. Next? Yeah. Okay. Apple TV Plus. Don't have it. I've heard Literally it. nobody has it except Tim. Carbo. <laughs> uh, it's Garbo. overrated. It's overrated. Um, the, the first month was great when we had a... Uh, the morning show but all the other show and uh the astronaut one i really like the astronaut one but like oh, obviously first man no i don't think that's its name it might oh, be okay. but like i don't even remember the name of the show so obviously <laughs> it's not that great and didn't stick with me too well but do you pay for it or does it just come with like having an apple tv you uh... get like a free when i got when i bought my new iphone before it returned it i could get uh, like a month free of Apple TV Plus, Six but months. it is a subscription service. Okay. Yeah. Right now, whenever you buy a new Apple product, it comes with six months. Oh, six months, whatever. But, and Verizon users get free for like a year. Okay. Oh, you mean like new Verizon users? I'm not sure if it's new or existing. Whatever. Oh, but, I just thought about something. We got to do uh, cell phone carriers on one of these. Oh, okay. They're all trash. <laughs> okay, the last one is... I hate you guys. The last one is Emily. Do we want to say this at the same time? <laughs> overrated. I think... It, I mean, we, we all call each other overrated, so like I feel like it's only fair. Yeah, I, I feel... I was opposite. the only one that said that Scott was overrated. It would be I just, think I said you were properly rated. Maybe Emily, what? you just got to pitch a, a startup idea, and I'm all in. Better all than in. Tesla. I call. That's fair. Oh, I call. Speaking <laughs> of pitching business ideas, I think you guys owe me money for... Um, 
Because Tim told you to watch an <laughs> no, episode. You to watch I was it. watching it. I watch them because I have to do the TikToks and get content. Which one? The which one did I watch? How to make college how to make money in college. Was it part two? At the end of the yeah. episode? Yes. And at the uh, beginning, no. Tim literally had- told you to watch that. Okay, I didn't just skip to the end. I literally watched it. And at the beginning, you guys were like, oh, and Emily's not here. And then Tim was like, are we really surprised, though? This isn't the first time. She watched. Uh, Weren't the edits in that episode so good? They were really good. Yeah, but the giving Emily money is invalid if somebody tells you to watch the episode. And two days ago, Tim was literally like, Emily, you should watch this episode. Hey, I'm looking for investment opportunities here. (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's get into it. Let's talk about some lessons from freshman year. Freshman year feels like it was yesterday. Fun fact, which no, is really not a fun fact because literally everybody knows this unless this is your first episode watching College Made Easy Podcast. I transferred to our current school, so I didn't really have a freshman year with these guys. <laughs> My freshman year was kind of lame. <laughs> then on the next episode, you get to go, so I transferred. So I didn't have a sophomore year with yeah. Um, you know I'm going to say that. Yeah, so our first bullet point is literally just uh, make friends and go outside uh, your room and meet other people besides your roommate. I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, we've talked before about um, quantity over quality at the beginning of freshman year and then like toward the end of the year. That's where you like start focusing on the quality. Um And the other thing about quantity over quality, most people are good people. So it's not like you're going to be hanging out with awful people. And if they are like truly awful, like then it's not quantity over quality, but yeah. Be willing to accept as many friends as possible, but also at the same time, the being able to drop as many as possible if they are toxic and don't actually like make you a better person. Yeah. The other thing is like, nobody's offended if you drop them freshman year. Like, the longer you hold on to them, the more likely they're going to be offended if you drop them. I think my number one tip is try to let go of, like, your old life so you can be present in college. Like, you're going to have close friends who are still home. Or if they go to a different school, everyone's going to meet back at home for the weekends. Or if you have a significant other still at home. But I think it's really important to, like, take advantage of your weekends at college, especially freshman year. Because that's when you'll meet so many people. Regardless of if you're going out or staying in, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like um, I seem to recall going from eighth grade to ninth grade, like teachers would be like, oh, high school is brand new. Like you can completely remake yourself. And like, no, you can't. Like it's the same people. But like going like senior year high school to freshman year of college, like literally nobody knows you. So like, if you were like the, if you like had no friends in high school or like everybody hated you for some reason, I don't know. Or if you were like tired of having so many friends, you can just compl- be a completely different person in college and nobody will know any different. So food for thought. <laughs> How did you guys feel about orientation and icebreakers? Like, I mean, Ben wasn't there, but do you guys think that that time to like meet people in like your hall or your building or your class did that do anything for your relationships or not really 
I personally am a big fan of icebreakers. A lot of people get sick of them really quick, but I like them. What is wrong with you, Tim? Dude, icebreakers are a blast. They're so fun. Yeah, I mean, people have... Okay, there are certain icebreakers that literally make me roll my eyes every time. But there are some that I can just keep playing. Does anybody remember your fun facts? Like, I just don't know. Maybe it's conversation starters later. Um, oh i had since i was an orientation leader i literally have a note on my phone fun facts about ben like and it's a list my new one is going to be i got lasik eye surgery at age 21 my new one's going to be i built a pc (laughs) soon to be past tense (laughs) i think the two i use the most often were that i snowboard and that i can move my ears without touching them hopefully mine will be ice formed in llc senior year of college the I one that I used the most. by the time I was 23. <laughs> the one that I used the most was my beard grows in two different directions. <laughs> I think yeah, the left side of my face, it grow, the hairs grow down, and the right side of my face, they grow <laughs> sideways. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just trying to think back to freshman year. Like, it's honestly really, like, everything was exciting, even from going to the dining hall or, like, the, like, the events that were like in the buildings, like they really did try to bring everyone together for what that's worth. You know, what wasn't exciting though. Taking your first set of exams in college mm. was the most, I think that's the most anxious I've ever been for exams is like freshman year. But I kind of feel that way every time I start a new semester. Cause like, I don't know what the content's going to be like or what the professor is going to be like. True. Right. Like I feel like I'm starting all over again every semester. I don't know. I think exams that I pay money for still stress me out more than granted you pay money for college exams, but like yeah. Tim, have you taken an exam that you've had to pay for yet? Yeah, as recently as uh the GRE this this yeah. past Oh, you did take the GRE? Yeah, I gotta take it a second time for a better score, but Yeah, okay, gotcha. I more than passed. I did okay, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I did phenomenal for the fact that I did math and they would not allow me to use scrap paper. The GRE has, no matter how you take it, honestly, there might be people listening who could benefit from this. Most people take it online, but the directions are always the directions for in-person about scrap paper that they give you. There's no mention in the instructions. If you take it at home, you can only use a whiteboard. They will not allow you to use scrap paper. And I didn't have a whiteboard because even though I had read the instructions, I was like, okay, I'll provide my own scrap paper. They were like, no, you need a whiteboard. So I literally did math without any paper and scored very well. I'll leave it at that. Hmm. Not as well as I wanted, but I was- I'm not surprised though. That's the problem. I was in the top 50% competing against grad school. One of the questions was like, are you physically made of money? (laughs) (laughs) Tim, I want you on your resume, just at the bottom, really small print, like make it a footnote, you know, just like I am physically made of money. (laughs) Oh, I was recently working on my resume. I love my resume. (laughs) I hate, anyway, back to freshman year of college. Oh, Oh, write a resume your freshman year. What? Write a resume your freshman year. I was about to say that. Yeah. Like there's probably, there's most definitely a career development office on campus that will help you write a resume. Seriously, go freshman year. It, write a resume stinks. It, it's just terrible. 
but you don't want to wait until you have to like apply for internships to write a resume. Just write it now. It's probably going to be boring. Yeah, that's got. It's probably going to be boring and lame. It's going to be like a bunch of random jobs that you worked in high school. But like, then it's much easier as you get like a job in college to just update the resume, like move everything down, put the new job in. It's so much easier than having to create a resume like the end of sophomore year. But I do want to say freshman year is a good time for people who might not have been that involved in high school or have anything like they might not feel super noteworthy for a resume. And that's a really good self-actualization moment of like, I want to get involved. I want to grow my resume. I want to grow my experiences. And the sooner you realize that, it will motivate you times 100 to like join clubs, get leadership positions, apply for internships in the years to come. You'll see like, I need to fill this page, you know? I just want to emphasize one thing in this episode. And this is, I think, the most important thing, especially freshman year. You can manifest yourself however you want in college. Like, as we said before, your high school is in the past. If you want to be the most popular person on campus, and if you work hard enough at it, you could be. Like, you could be like a complete nobody in high school and then be the most popular kid on campus and everyone talks to them. It's literally, it's literally like, it's possible. I literally had like next to no friends in high school. It was like junior year. I met a friend (laughs) probably wasn't, it's not as depressing as it sounds, but I literally had next to no friends and Tim can attest to how many people I've met at our school (laughs) after being there for like three weeks. Or like about your dynamic with meeting people. What? Like, what did you change about your approach or your dynamic to meeting people like from high school to college? Nothing. It's just in college, I was meeting people. Whereas in high school, everybody knew me and I knew everybody. I went to a very small high school. I graduated with 88 other people. So <laughs> there wasn't really much opportunity to meet people. That's the, other, the other thing I just want to uh, build off what Ben and Scott said. Um, it like doesn't even matter like how you look. Like If you're like stressed about like anything like that doesn't matter like that, you, nothing holds people back in college. The only thing that can hold you back in college is literally yourself. And like, I know that like sounds cliche, but the four of us are all seniors and we've lived it. And literally the only person who can hold you back is you. It reminds me of uh, the end of like Shrek 4 or something where, uh, Scott, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Oh, there's a, like a, it's a spin. I think it's a spin off of like King Arthur. I think that's who the character is. But like Arthur's like a 17 year old kid who's like in a prep school and he's like the nerdy kid that's always getting bullied. And like Shrek brings him back to like be the king. And he's like giving a speech. And he's like, the only person standing in your way is yourself. And he like gestures at a guy. And the guy's like, me? And everybody like starts to go to like attack the guy. And he's like, oh, wait, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Something else I think is important is that it's cool to be smart and involved. Like don't let your ego and your pride make you feel like you just want to be the party animal and the big personality in the room. Like it's important, like be memorable and be noticed, but you're paying so much money to go to school. Like it's important to focus on that. And people will will admire you for that work ethic and like caring about your academics is cool in college. So if in high school you like blew it off completely, that's totally fine. But in college, it's a totally different, like, People are working towards something now, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that way? I feel like I mean, I'm really far from my camera when I lean back. 
we have an episode coming up in a while. It's not going to be published for a while if you're watching this live, but uh, about the difference between high school and college students. And one of the things is I think that because we're all paying for this, at least up front, as opposed to high school through taxes, the entire psychology of going to class is so much different. And it's like things like behavior in class. That's actually relevant in high school. Is this class behaved or is it not? In college, I've never had a class where everybody's not behaved. It doesn't, by senior year, it's not even a question because we're all paying for this and trying to learn and we're all motivated. You might even get a girl. Like if a girl sees you're like hardworking and involved, like that's admirable when you're in college. Another episode coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Take notes. (laughs) Look out for those episodes. uh, Most likely around March 3rd for the difference between college students and high school students. And uh, getting a girl. (laughs) Wait, Uh, but also March 12th ish. Are we committing to these? Okay. We have to make this equal. Like you could also say get a get a guy. Well, those are two different episodes. That one's also coming. March 12th and getting a guy is going to be March 17th. But I was just saying it like from my perspective, like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, if you guys are going to say it, you're going to say like, so be smart and hardworking. If you want to date Emily, if you're motivated, just put it in the comments down below. Emily. Will... <laughs> Emily's. Yeah. Gonna oh her... yeah. Yeah. We'll send you a phone number. I swear. Let's go put her snap in the, in the, put her snap in the, in the description of the episode. <laughs> Honestly, she doesn't need any help. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. MX so... black card. Shout out. <laughs> So I need to talk about relationships with your professors and the value of them, especially starting freshman year and like navigating your life. Um, So, sorry, if you had something else. Okay, so again, like the difference between high school and college, like in high school, most teachers, okay, well, I went to a small school. So like all the teachers knew me. I knew all the teachers, almost all the teachers knew me. But, like, I guess at a big school, a lot of them might not know you in high school. But, like, you are with whatever teacher, whatever class you have, whatever teacher is teaching that class, you have that teacher five days a week for a year. Like, you're going to get to know the teacher no matter what. And the teacher's going to get to know you. Whereas in college, you have that professor either one, two, or three days a week for like an hour, three days a week, or like an hour and a half, two days a week, something like that or four hours, one day a week. <laughs> but like there's, and only for like a half, half of a year. So you don't necessarily get to know them that well, but getting to know your professor is so much more worthwhile than getting to know your high school teacher. High school teachers, like there's like not much that you can benefit from by knowing your teacher. You can like say hi in the hallway, but knowing your college professor, like asking for an extension, if they, is they're much more likely to say yes if they know that you're a hardworking student and like it's not like you to be late with your work. Like they're definitely going to give you the extension, things like that. I have a quick story, but I think it's worth it. I honestly had a C in this class. Like it was bad. And I like, and I'm not that student. Like I was working hard. I don't know what was going on, but I, what? I'm, I'm guessing right now by the end of this, by the end of this story, Emily's story is going to wind up being like, I did it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So I did it. <laughs> and 
I went to every single office hour, like Tuesday, Thursday, I was there. We were going over homework. I was asking questions. Like maybe it was a little annoying. Like I was really putting in the work, but I left that semester with an A in that class. And I think it was like purely based off of like the dedication. Maybe they hooked up with participation points. Maybe I learned a little bit more of like the curriculum by doing that. But I think that professors like have the flexibility to like, I don't know. What is it like pull some strings for you? Just change your grade for no reason. I went from a C to an A for doing the bare minimum. No, like you have to put in the work, but I think you can do it. Also, I've seen professors do some, do some crazy things as far as like grade manipulation and it's all possible. Like, uh, Scott and I had a professor who talked a lot about like signaling with grades and I think college professors are all aware of that. And like, if you're a really dedicated, motivated student who might've bumped into some challenge during the semester, you know, they can move your grade and help you out and attempt to give you the correct signaling with your grade for employers and all of that kind of stuff. I think a huge portion of that is also how you carry yourself. Like, do you roll out of bed and go to class in PJs or do you get dressed and like carry yourself like somewhat professionally, especially starting as a freshman, it really paints a really good picture of your overall character and work ethic. So I think that's something important. Like I know it's easy to wake up five minutes before class, but if you put in that extra effort, it definitely does not go unnoticed by professors who they take their career very seriously. The content that they're teaching very seriously, I'm sure they'll appreciate it a great strategy first day of class show up in a suit and tell them you're going to an interview after class doesn't even have to be true hmm. <laughs> if anybody tries that comment down below because i don't want to promise any a's at the end of the semester but i've never done that but yeah. i should this coming semester i'll do it <laughs> what are the odds tim uh i don't want to do this um 15 okay um, this is probably kind of difficult since it runs in. Whatever. One, two, three, 14. 11. Ah, dang it. Two out of three. What? Best Emily. You, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think this would be a good story to come back and be like, guys, so Tim did it. <laughs> it would Sorry. be a good story, but Tim's a wuss. All right, Ben, you do it. No, I don't want to do it. It was your idea. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do it either. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. What's that? <laughs> Don't throw rocks like when you live in glass houses or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to, I don't even think it's on the script, but it popped into my head. Sleep schedule. Um, All over the place freshman year. I found myself staying up way too late, even on, and I'm talking about uh, weekdays. And I feel like that wasn't smart. Now, looking back, I probably could have had more productive days um, and had more energy and honestly, like could have woken up earlier. You were also, though, you were in that forced triple all year that was like, yeah, super cramped. And if anybody had to be up doing homework and the lights were on or. Right. And Scott still did get straight A's that semester. (laughs) But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like you ever see those productivity videos on YouTube where the people are waking up at three in the morning? Kind of like what Emily does. Do you, 
I've seen one college YouTuber, maybe like two, who've actually done that. I think it's really hard to do it while you're living on campus, though. Yeah, most of those people are living off campus in an apartment. Mm -hmm. Tim, do you want to try that this semester? Guys, let's start a vlog. (laughs) 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 This is. But to Scott's point, um, me and the ideas today about your sleep schedule. I don't know why that made me think of, um, like if you study late at night or even early in the morning or whatever time you think is best to study to leave your room when you do that, like, cause I don't know about you guys, but for me, especially freshman year, people would come by knock on my door. Let's hang out. Let's get food. Did you see this? Like there's a lot of distractions, even though you think you're in your area. So finding a spot on campus, especially freshman year, like when you're in the library or if you find like a certain room in a building, it'll be like your safe haven where you could really focus and get a lot done in a little of time, you know? I thought I had something else to say and I lost it. <sighs> there was one time where I stayed up till five in the morning one one weekend, I think it was a Friday night. And then I said to myself, I'm never, ever doing this again. You know what mm-hmm. I did that very next day? Stayed up until five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It was great walking walking back to my dorm and the sun was coming up. <laughs> no, like it's insane how painful being that tired is. Guys, I want to pull an all nighter this semester. I've never pulled an all nighter in my entire life. No, all nighters. I like oh, literally I get sick to the stomach. I've got like a headache. The day makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> You know what, though? Now that I think about it, I'm disgusted about the amount of all-nighters I've pulled to study for tests that I've then taken the next morning because that probably went against me. Honestly, if I sleep one to two hours, it changes it all. Like, I'm still tired. It's not pleasant, but it changes everything. If you're going to do an all-nighter, sleep one or two hours, I think. that That's like... But it's not all-nighters. That's like a lame all-nighter, Tim. No, but if That's it's like, like a most nighter. If this is like a productive all-nighter, obviously I'm not talking about like a party all-nighter. That That's different. Oh, like, that's what I wanted to do this semester. <laughs> it's an all-nighter. You nap in the morning. He was up all night. Did it? I think all-nighter is you just skip a night's sleep. Okay, like I wake like, up Friday morning, and then the next time I go to sleep is going to be Saturday night. There, there's two different kinds of all-nighters here. There's like the all-nighter that you're partying, but if we're talking more about an all-nighter to study, I think you benefit so much if you if you really need that time to study, if you devote one to two hours to sleep, yeah, it's hardly any sleep. Like you are going all in on studying, I would still consider it, but I just it's I more can't. rewarding than those one or two hours of studying would have been. I can't study if I'm tired. Not that it's like I'm too distracted. It's just that I know if I'm tired, I'm not going to remember what I'm studying. Like even if I have a test the next day and I don't know everything, I'm just going to go to bed. Like I'll wake up an hour and a half, maybe two hours earlier, and I'll study in the morning when I'm well rested. But like pulling an all-nighter, it's just after one hour in, I'm not going to remember everything after that. I don't recommend all-nighters. I know people who uh, live by them, but... Yeah, you know what else those people live by during those all-nighters? Probably drugs. (laughs) 
Um, Including caffeine. But I, I'm with Ben. I, I, I don't learn well when I'm tired. Yeah. I think when I'm really tired, it's pretty... My actions are equivalent to if I was drunk. Or, like, almost drunk. Like, I'm just out of it. I think I'm just cranky and have, like, low retention at that rate. You're like, always I'm- tired? What? Oh, you're rude. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Freshman- that was good, though. For a second, I was like, okay. So anyway, I think freshman year, one of my favorite things to do is meeting people who go to, like, nearby colleges. That was a very unique experience. And, like, just, like, expanding, I don't know, like, your friend group, just meeting new people, new recommendations of, like, places, things to do around town, more sporting events. What do you guys think? Never been to a different school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really make friends with off-campus people um, in the area. But I like the idea of being of being interested in, like, asking people questions. It's something I'm always working on. Or, like, every – it's one of those things every New Year's I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make the resolution to ask more questions. No, I don't do resolutions. It's one of those things. I don't know if anybody else works like that. Like every year they make like the same goal, but then they choose not to make the goal because they don't believe in it. Yeah. Um, so I love the idea of asking more questions and, and I think people always want questions asked of them. So it's like a great way to meet friends. It's like that quote, like if you want to be interesting, be interested. And I think that really holds you through freshman year, just like sparking conversations like starting conversations, anything that can get the ball rolling, you know? Yeah, just do it in a way that's not creepy or weird. <laughs> um, and the reason I say that is because, like, you really, like, it's great to, like, talk to people and meet new people um, and be yourself. But don't, <laughs> don't be too much yourself. And I'm referring to freshman year orientation during the comedy show. The oh, comedian yeah. comedian came. Um, that was being too much of yourself. That is, that is fewer than 1% of our population. Well, well, that makes it sound even worse, but, (laughs) (laughs) uh, being too much yourself, I think is really talking to a very small number of people because I think the vast majority of people are too little of themselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think you just can't say anything too out of pocket. You know, like it has to be like noteworthy and interesting and memorable. But like, I'll never forget my freshman year kid walked by my room and saw me and he was like, he started talking to me in a different language because he thought that I spoke that language. But if I did, it would have been super cool. Like, we would have been probably best friends. But since I didn't, I was just like, what? How many languages do you speak? One. Oh, okay. But like, it was just like a moment where... Emily's like, not white, therefore she, therefore she. No, no, other languages. <laughs> I speak more than one language. What do you want from me? Yeah, no, but you know what I mean. Like he really yeah. tried. It was a for effort, but like poor execution. Never forgot it. Didn't really get us far in the in the interaction. Yeah, I feel like that's my romantic life. Okay. Um, <laughs> a for effort. Honestly, as soon as I asked how many languages she she speaks, I looked at Tim and Scott, and they were both like, (laughs) (laughs) it's okay to fail, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Go check out our episode on failure. Remember, you can fail a million times and succeed once. It's still a success.
I'm not going to say that it's in our description because we will fail to remember. <laughs> we say stuff so in our intro and outro. We always get this stuff in our description, uh, right? But if it's within the episode, yeah, it's probably not in the description. <laughs> <laughs> we don't remember that. <laughs> I was going to say something. I completely forget what it was. Dang it. That's twice. These episodes are way too long. Speaking of relationships, (laughs) um, one of my tips for freshman year was to not get into a serious relationship. And you know what I'm going to say for sophomore year, junior year, and senior year? Don't get into a serious relationship. (laughs) Scott literally never wants to get into a serious relationship, except for the fact that he always wants to get into a serious relationship. I'm a walking contradiction of myself. Uh, so I guess the people on this podcast are walking contradictions. Who's the other one? Is it me? Oh, you can figure it out. <laughs> um, no, I don't think that there's ever a time not to get into a serious relationship if it's if it's time. Oh, I mean, so- like like freshman year, I got into a serious relationship that didn't work out. Wait, I don't regret what? it. What? <laughs> say, say, you no. didn't know this? Oh, yeah. no, I remember now. Okay, never mind. We're good. But, <gasps> I, I dated that girl for over a year. Yeah, well. We, we had a break in between, but like. It, was, it only- was a break. They were on a break. Okay, Ross and Rachel. But to Scott's point, I think. I didn't pull a Ross. I just want to say. <laughs> just, just to be clear, we we pulled a Ross and Rachel. I Neither of us pulled a Ross. <laughs> That's fair. Well, it's like not putting all your eggs in one basket. And like, this speaks like for me for relationships, it's not even like boyfriends or girlfriends. It's like, even with your roommates, you know, you don't have to like stick to one person, like have one best friend. Like, I think it's important to have like multiple groups, like I'm not saying date multiple people, but like, you know what I mean? Have more than one friend group. Because if something goes wrong in that one friend group that you have, you're done (laughs) everything is a stock market analogy on this podcast right it's diversifying your portfolio so if one thing (laughs) fails you still have others to rely on that's like that's like the biggest life goal i'm learning right now but i mean every once in a while you do come across a tesla so you got to go all in on that person all in i love that find your tesla ladies and gentlemen (laughs) find your tesla or your game emily you can find your nicola (laughs) (laughs) oh ouch what nikola <laughs> nikola tesla <laughs> no nikola is a company that's like an, an entire fraud what oh. yeah if you have nikola i would get out <laughs> never mind that's we don't give stock market me. advice we're not trained professionals we're actual college students but yeah nikola yeah emily's gonna find a nickel <laughs> so i recently no i'm not even gonna say that because it's not doesn't pertain to this podcast <laughs> games <laughs> So I wrote on here, experience more parties. This I've never been a party person, and I'm willing to admit that. However, I did I do wish like I at least experienced more of them. Fun fact: very first party I ever went to. Guess guess whose room it was? Tim's. <laughs> Wasn't I there? Uh I don't think you were there when when I started hosting. <sighs> um. Yeah, no, those were great. My my roommate had like a beer and he was like, I'm drunk. I'm feeling it. 
<laughs> he has like um, two sips of Bud Light, which is for those like who don't 99% know. Ninety-nine percent water. It's literally it's practically water. Also, keep in mind that this guy's like six three, <laughs> relatively fit. You know. Uh... And if you are looking for more parties, go meet upperclassmen because they're not scary and they honestly love getting to know everyone. Yeah. So don't be shy. Like, put yourself out there and you'll get to go to more parties if that's what you're into. Yeah. Okay. I think parties are a great way to meet people. And I've said it before, I think to each of you. Um, I don't know what it is. When you, I'll, I'll just be uh, frank, when you drink with somebody, like, you get a lot closer. I've had, like, a lot of people that, you know, I wasn't great friends with. I mean, obviously, we could hang out or whatever, but, like, it wasn't a lot of fun. But then, like, after we partied once, every future time that we hung out was more fun. Just because, like, we were more comfortable around each other. And, you know, this podcast has never encouraged underage drinking, but, like... um, No. Do not drink underage. Okay, but you know what I hate, though, in college? (laughs) Just just remember the Nelk Boys are a thing, and, like, they haven't been canceled, and, like... Yeah. (laughs) I hate how, like, when you go to parties, everyone's, like, so, like, huggy, like, oh, my God, hi, oh, my God, you're my astronomy class, you're my Bud V, like... And then you see them the next day and they're just like, like yeah, I want to maintain those relationships. Yeah. Obviously people in people in their real life are never going to be as huggy as they are at parties, but I don't know. I just, I've found over the years that like a lot of relationships change after you've partied with somebody and almost always positively. Like you get closer with people. Because they're just more, like, loose and open after they've, like, partied. That's true. Yeah. And you've probably seen them at some of their, like, like you've other jobs pot- of them. You've potentially seen them at their lows. At their lows. Maybe they're so, high. like, it's yeah. all uphill from there. Tim, what's that quote you have? It's like, is it the stock market analogy? It's like, it's like you see them at their worst, and then you see them at your their best or something. Well, I, I think like it's that. like a woman analogy. Are you talking about me? No. Because I remember talking about how uh, my first <laughs> I just, I just idea, thought of a really bad one. <laughs> my first date idea was to go hiking in like the middle of the summer. And it wasn't exactly like, I, I think, I think hiking trails are like uh, out of 10 for like how difficult it is, how difficult of a hike it is. It was like a, it was like a five and a half difficulty. It was like first date. So yeah, pr- started low. And then literally, we could only go up because we were hiking. Oh, I remember the story. You saw her all sweaty and gross, and you were all sweaty yep. and gross. So you got to bond over seeing them. Like, yeah. Okay. So the second date was definitely better than the first date. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any <laughs> more like concluding <laughs> thoughts? Well, the reason I brought up the don't get into serious relationship is because it's a huge opportunity cost and you could be meeting a lot more people in that time frame and doing more stuff rather than being tied down. And I think if you're in a serious relationship and you're having any doubts or like second guesses or if you meet someone that like sparks your interest, it's definitely worth like reconsidering and reevaluating 
because you are like constantly growing and developing like in college, throughout college, post-college. So like follow your gut and don't tie yourself down to one person or one version of yourself because of it, you know? Mm -hmm. It is okay to be different around different people. Where did that come yeah. from? So long, so long as you're yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim, do you want to elaborate on that quote? Um, no, not particularly. <laughs> there, there's a stock market quote that ha- that also has to do with relationships. If you can't handle a stock on its worst day, you don't deserve it on its best day. If you can't handle a person on their worst day, you don't do it. Like you can't handle a uh, significant other on their worst day. You don't deserve them on their best day. There's another way to say that quote. <laughs> if, you, if you're old enough, you can figure it out. <laughs> I don't think Emily saw it before I deleted it. Anyway. I didn't. Um, anyway. I think now looking back at it, like I'm really trying to think about freshman year and all I can say is it goes by so quick. Sophomore year goes by quick. Junior year goes by quick. Senior will go by even quicker. So really just like be present in every single moment and stay on campus like I spent so many weekends coming home and I regret that freshman year. So I like, I really want everyone to like try to leave their past life in the past. They're going to be there in the summer. They're going to be there for winter break. But when you come back, like really focus on like fostering strong relationships at school. And one thing we didn't even say on here, I don't at least I don't think anyone did uh, get out of your room. (laughs) Don't sit in your room all day. That's the biggest waste of time. Like you're paying for the amenities on campus. May as well use them or else to me, you're just throwing away money. Go to the gym. Unless it's not included in your tuition cost. Um, Unless you want to pay for the gym. If it's not included in your tuition cost. Yeah. Don't go to the gym. Gym Gyms are terrible. Go to the gym. <laughs> um, Something, I don't know if this connects only to freshman year. I think this kind of connects to life in general. Um, but that things that go by really quick in the moment, like a really fun day on the beach, when you look back on it, is going to take up a lot of time in your memory versus something that's really boring and seems to take forever while you're experiencing it, like a bus ride uh, that takes like four hours is going to seem really long and boring while you're on it. But then once you're off, when you look back on it, it's going to seem like it flew by or like waiting for a plane to, to arrive at the airport that might take four hours. It's going to feel forever in the moment. Um, The modern world has seen the rise of uh, things that take really, that go by really quick in the moment and barely take up any space in your memory. So they seem to have flown by even when you look back at them. And that's really like video games and TV. So, like, if you're just in your room all day, that's probably going to be what you're doing. And if that's what you choose to do with your freshman year or with any period of time in your life, it's going to fly by while you lived it. And then when you look back on it, it's going to fly by just as fast. And you're going to you're not going to carry those memories with you that really define college and you're going to get much less out of it than you would have otherwise. It's literally like you're short, shortening your life. And just as like for a rule of life, the older you get, the faster time goes by. Like freshman year of high school, 
forever. Junior and senior year of high school, like a week of freshman year of high school. And even more so for college. Someone needs to do a study on that because that is so true. And I think it goes beyond a psychological. Yeah. Sky, you ever watch Vsauce? Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> Vsauce is still Vsauce. It, it hasn't gotten better or worse. But yeah, their most recent one was like all about that. I mean, I could just as a hypothesis, when you're in grade school, every day is the same. So it feels like it's forever. But then like when you're in when like you're in later high school, like you more likely to be in a sport, more more likely to hang out with friends, you're driving, you can go places on your own. And then in college, everything is whatever the heck you want to do. So you're probably gonna have more fun. The the most uh, common theory is it's all proportional. So like the first year of your life is 100% of everything you've experienced. But then the second year is only 50%. The third year is only 33%. And then, so each year is like a smaller percentage of your life. So it's all, that's why it seems to accelerate. That's a scary concept. The thing is, so like, again, that Vsauce video, take it for what you will, because everybody loves Vsauce, but they talked, apparently like in your fifties, life does stop seeming to go by faster. Interesting. Jinx. Um, Anyone have any final thoughts? I said pretty much everything I wanted to. I think this was pretty good about freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, do you want to take us out? Yeah. This was like, even I'm like thinking now, like everything from freshman year, everything that just happened in those four years, like it really does fly by. But I hope everyone listening can, I don't know, find some key takeaways. Um, If you're going into freshman year, good luck. You'll love it. If you've already experienced it, then you probably know exactly what we're talking about. But... I, I do have one more thing to say. I mean, it's pretty mediocre fun fact, but like fun fact, you should get a job freshman year uh, when you're at college because it is the easiest year to have a job and go to college. Um, you don't have to. I didn't until uh, like halfway through and I was at home at community college. So totally different. But yeah, it'll make having money later in college much easier. So take what you will (laughs) okay guys like comment subscribe check us out on tiktok at college made easy and we will talk to you soon bye good luck everyone good luck